0: Hey everybody, it's Chris here, welcoming you to another episode of The Casual Flipper Podcast. What's up? Welcome back, guys. Just so you are aware, TheCasualFlipper.com is live. Go check that out. And then you can find me on Instagram at TheCasualFlipper, and that's also for YouTube. And then Twitter is casualflipper. I hope to see you. Alright, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Casual Flipper Podcast. We're on eBay sessions number two with Griffin, the East Coast Flipper. All right, man, you were introed. you know, not last week, the week before. So people should know who you are by now. But maybe just a really quick kind of thing, what you do, and then we'll just dive into what's going on in the eBay world.
1: Yeah, my name is Griffin, uh, the East Coast Flipper. I've been selling eBay for two years. I mainly focus selling on uh, Grease Pump Books, uh, video games and movies, uh, focusing on out-of-print titles and stuff like that. And I've been doing really successful on eBay right now. And uh, yeah. So uh,
0: more of the story is you're an eBay seller. And you've been doing it yeah. for a long time. That's what people need to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love it. And it pays the bills. And the secondary income is great while also working full-time. It's one of my gig. gigs. So.
0: so we're I'm in the stay. middle now of another lockdown. For the people in Canada, they will heavily relate. The people in the States, probably not so much because, you know, they're all getting their vaccinations and things seem to be pretty hunky dory. But for the Canadians, listen, who are in lockdown and it's really the lockdown has just really for us anyway it has been the last two weeks. What have you noticed in trends? What's going on? What has a lockdown done in terms of your sales and what have you noticed?
1: Honestly, for this week, uh, for myself, I've noticed a lot of sales have been dying on my eBay page. My sales have actually dropped. Yeah. It's
0: been
1: kind of uh, quiet. Not a lot of people are making money right now. Like, the jobs are uh, temporarily, temp- temporarily closed and stuff like that. So, I haven't been seeing much sales as usual on eBay, but consistently Dang. stuff that's selling is video games and movies. But uh, I
0: found Marketplace. Has been lit, like local Marketplace sales.
1: Marketplace has been
0: crazy, like crazy, like things like I've like, I mean, it's not like a ton of money, but I've I've actually made two hundred dollars in lockdown from just duds, like old books, like selling lots of like I had Stephen King and I had some National Geographics and I had some board So eBay normally because my Amazon's actually linked to eBay as well,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: normally it would generate, you know at least five, six sales a week. And I haven't had, I've had one this whole month, which is like very strange.
1: Yeah, my sales for this week have been like, for just eBay alone, I just put on a sale. So I'm just going to do the math. Probably about $600 in sales this week. And usually on average, I make between $9 to dollars in sales. Like
0: it's mm.
1: usually how much you make around a week. And just seeing that, I was like, and what's going on. Everything, even just looking at my sales charts and stuff like that, like everything's in the red zone when the past month or so I've been in the blue. But I'm still selling stuff. It's just, it's a slow week.
0: So it's are you listing the same amount of stuff? Like has anything changed? Because sourcing must be a little more tricky now as well, which would obviously affect sourcing.
1: You. Yeah, sourcing is a bit tricky, but I've I've been trying kind of strategically listing my stuff. I try at least to list an items a day. And with sourcing lately, I've been finding some stuff. Uh, hmm. recently bought a Nintendo Switch bundle for 500 bucks. There's a limited edition Animal Crossing Switch with uh, 32 games. And my whole plan was to sell st- some of that stuff on eBay. But then the local sales jumped up so crazily that I just took advantage of it, pocketed all the money, and didn't have to worry about fees or anything like that, which is amazing. Totally. And I was selling stuff over retail, too because people were afraid of uh, the Switches being out of stock because of the lock and the announcement that uh, they wanted uh, stores to stop selling non-essential items. So I sold the Nintendo Switch for over $50 of retail price, and then the games just started flying off the shelf. I was selling them $5 under retail, and people were still buying them. So I had to take advantage of like a bunch of free stuff, so we both take advantage of free things all the time. Oh, it's and, amazing. Uh, and uh, I actually recently just got a probably a two U-Haul boxes full of just old Western DVDs, and just old old DVDs. Mm. And I was going through them and scanned them. Some of them were going for $10, like the John Waynes and stuff like that. And then in the bottom of the bin was like a couple uh, out-of-print DVDs. And I was like, holy crap. First of all, Patrick Swayze what, what's going on there? Like I never <laughs> seen, and then I seen the cover and it was called steel Dawn. And yeah. I searched up the price for that. And I was like, Holy crap. That's a $60 movie. Nice. So then I was digging in more. I found uh, like the Tarzan collection, original series, I guess that was going for 55, 60 bucks. So free stuff was helping a lot. And with that stuff, like, cause I had two boxes full of these movies I strategically listed these on eBay. So I do like 10 a day. So then I can just slowly go through stuff. And then sometimes with listing on eBay, you want to at least list daily so it can help bump up the listing. And Mm -hmm. everyone talks about the eBay algorithm. No one knows what it's about, but if you keep continuously listing and it'll help you keep continuously sell. So with that, you know, it bumped up, I guess, some stuff in the algorithm and people got to see, what was available and stuff like that. So drove more traffic to the store definitely did.
0: So are you sourcing, are you finding new ways to source than you did before? Like the, the free inventory, like how did you get that? Is that something that you would have gotten before or is it as a direct result of the lockdown?
1: Directly from the lockdown, I'd say. And with that, it was just, I actually, even just sourcing these DVDs, the first ad that popped up was a free VCR, dvd combo and for myself I, I i actually don't own one so i i needed one to li- like uh to help me with my listing of all the vhs tapes i've been getting and testing them all out then i was sitting there i'm like you know what i gotta ask this lady i'm like when i got home i'm like hey if like you're cleaning out your closet or whatever if you have any movies please let me know and then she's like oh yeah like all this free stuff that we're giving away is from a family member that passed away uh during the lockdown. Like, we're just trying to clean out uh, the space just to uh, get more room in here. I was like, well, sweet. Like, what do you have? And she's like, oh, well, I got a bunch of DVDs and stuff like that. I was like,
0: man,
1: I'll take it. So she's just like, all right, I'll drop it. I'll leave it in front of my porch and let's go. Yeah, I picked it up and did that. But I've been scouring. I've been like just looking at Marketplace a lot lately. So have I. Which is funny because
0: we're not not obviously the only people, which is why probably it's been so lit lately because people are at home and they're just on marketplace and they're selling stuff and they're buying stuff. But do you think you're going to take this strategy with you going forward when everything opens?
1: Oh, definitely. I, 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 a lot of people, they've been using search tools and stuff like that. So you're getting notifications right away when you see, mm-hmm. let's say, just keywords like video games and you get the notification right away. Oh crap, yeah. video games popped up. Yeah. I'm checking my phone every second and it's it's always about the first, like the first minute that ad is listed, and especially myself with video games, you're not the first one responding, and you're not getting
0: it. Yeah, and you know what I find it's it's so funny that you said that you're checking your phone constantly for the, because the first lockdown that happened last March, I found myself away from my phone. It was like this liberating thing where I got away from technology, technology, sorry. And then this lockdown, it was like the total opposite. I'm like locked in, and I'm like more on my phone than ever. And it's because I'm sourcing more and I'm, I'm, and like never download TikTok. Just don't do it to yourself because once you get on it, it's like so brutal to, yeah. it's like, yeah. It's like when I first found Instagram, it's just like, it's it, it's bad. It's a bad one, but it is very enjoyable. But anyway, just kind of beside the point. Um, it was just, just a, a funny kind of correlation there. But yeah, I've been on Marketplace as well, crushing that. I got an alert set up for free books, which it's been alerting me to like all kinds of other crap too that aren't free. But, but yeah, it's mm. definitely a super solid strategy that you can kind of implement.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd put up wanted ads for Blu-rays. I ha- had some people respond to Blu-rays uh, during the, the first little bit of the lockdown. I had a response of like Blu-rays. And I got like, I think it was like 20 Blu-rays for 10 bucks. There's some definitely home some home runs there that I, got. I hmm. definitely I probably made 60 70 bucks off those. Uh, yeah, but it's been slow, but always putting the wanted ad out, uh, ads out. Uh, yeah, putting the wanted ad out, uh, really helps. Uh, but also it gives you time to go through your death piles. Like, oh,
0: yeah, we Big have time. so
1: much extra inventory. Like, I. I I have a ton of stuff that I got to go through. I got a bin full of jerseys and stuff like that. Yeah. I go through my death piles and stuff like that. It's time to get organized and get prepared for the summer because garage sale season, uh, fingers crossed, knock on the wood. I hope they're coming. But Oh, yeah.
0: I think yeah. The, next, the next, we're locked down for at least, until, I think they said June 1st. It's <laughs> probably going to be pretty rough until then. But when we open up, it's going to be like, people are going to be donating, donating like crazy. So all of the thrift stores are going to be locked and loaded with Fresh inventory, um, it, and the weather is going to be amazing. And it's going—I think it's really going to open up. Like once this Canada, we're getting a bunch of vaccines going, so I think things are really going to start picking up again. We're in kind of a real law right now, but like you said, it's the time to like get. I'm getting my garage way more organized. I set up my donation strategy for like the book rescue, which has been amazing. That's like amazing. I, I go down there, and there's like donations and donations and all this free inventory, which is amazing. And I'm getting contacted now by organizations for just good. I'm promoting a lot of charitable causes, which I fully intend on fulfilling. And finally I'm getting some traction on it where there's a hospital and a Ganesh that they told us what they need. So I'm going to provide them with that stuff. And then there is a museum in Halifax that we're going to give them some books to for very specific stuff. And finally we got um, the whole tree plant and things all set up. So like, Things are really starting to come together, which I'm very excited for. So I think this summer will be really good. But for anyone out there kind of thinking about, you know, inventory, obviously sourcing and buying inventory is number one. But there is a lot of ways to get free inventory if you're into the media and book game for sure.
1: Yeah. And with that, you got to look at the lockdown. Everyone's cleaning. Big time. Everyone wants money. And with the Switch bundle, I always I always have about five hundred thousand dollars in cash on hand on me. Four deals like the, this, and when that switch deal came up, I was the first one to respond. I had the money on me. I didn't have to take pit stops to go to the bank and all this other stuff. Mm. I was the first one there, and he probably had 40 to 50 other people respond within seconds, and he was going to bail on me because uh, he was getting offered more money, but obviously people seemed sketchy and stuff like that. And I was the most legit guy, and I, I had I was in the car right away, had the money ready but a lot cash of people are king. hurting for cash, cash right now king. and if you can get it done within the first hour. You're good. Uh, but yeah, with the lockdown, people are cleaning up. So when that lockdown's over, donation bins are going to be packed. The yard sales are going to be getting ready every weekend. Uh, I strategically plan my work schedule out. I know you don't work. Uh, you, you don't work full time or anything like that. You Well, no. yeah, yeah. with me, I had to strategically use my holidays. I have banked overtime and stuff like that, so I strategically took off every Saturday this summer. Uh, I mad. have to, I have, I have to work two Saturdays each month, so I took those off. So I have that all set up until the end of August, and then I use another day off to get five days off uh, every every month in a row. So that's going to be the week where I go do all my big thrift runs, going to out of town and stuff like that and doing a lot of different stuff like that. So I'm really gearing up towards that. Uh, but right now it's just getting organized. Uh, I got to go to Ikea, get, obviously get better lighting in this room and then get probably, I got to get a couple more shelves for, uh, my bookcases i have here so i could fit dvds and stuff like that i got like three or four tupperware bins full of dvds now so
0: yeah not long ago you were buying shelving and stuff like that where did all that go
1: where that all that go
0: yeah like did you have a separate place or is it all in your bedroom
1: so my girlfriend and i we actually rented a two uh we were renting out a one-bedroom apartment uh before the lockdown and Crazy to say this, but all this stuff actually fit in my closet. I had a really deep linen closet in my one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. So I'd have to put put all the stuff in there and play Jenga, which sucked. So now we found a two-bedroom. Uh, the business pays off some of the rent for the uh, bedroom that I'm using for the eBay office. And I store all my stuff here gotcha. in uh, my second bedroom. So it's a nice little office. I can fit one, two, eight shelves in here eight bookcases yeah. up two of them are pvc and then i got a closet the closet behind me full of stuff so
0: no that's legit yeah it's, i think i think that strategy that you're working with where you planned everything having like a full-time or part-time job and then doing reselling on the side is so powerful like i love that concept amazing oh uh, yeah I, I really like that idea i mean and the other thing it's like but then there's a balance that comes into play too and like i don't know if you have the struggle or not but i know i'm i definitely, definitely have this struggle. It's like, if you don't have a girlfriend or a wife or a partner or a boyfriend, whatever, it's all good. But if you do like, man, the balance, like how the hell do you balance it? Like I struggle as it is like, there's like, I wouldn't say we fight, but there's always like this, sometimes that tension, like, why don't you spend more time with me? Like you, you ignore me. Like all you care about is books. Like it's, it's like,
1: uh, she my girlfriend really just she enjoys the whole thing everything that i do with it because you're making
0: money so that might i'm out. making money right <laughs> everyone's happy when we're, yeah
1: but she loves thrifting too so i get to take her on the thrift runs too and that's our kind of our quality time we spend together like
0: match made week. in heaven
1: man we're both like i i worked out my schedule where i have my mondays off and uh so she has her mondays off as well because she works off in downtown dartmouth so her Mondays are off too. So Mondays are usually our days where we can spend the whole day together. Thrift, go get a bite to eat, go get a coffee. Let's go do a thrift run and do her whole little thrift loop, but really good quality time that we spend together. So she then,
0: actually goes thrifting with you every Monday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She goes wow. thrifting with me. Yeah. She, she, uh, she does that. She goes to flea markets and stuff too. She doesn't look out for stuff, uh, like the stuff that I'm into. She's really just shopping for herself, but right, right, having her there, uh, it's fun because I, I i bought a few stuff thinking oh this is a woman's boots and i'm like tris I know I know these are hunter boots are these resellable and then i can get the answer from her so it helps me dip into other categories too when i'm looking in for women's products and stuff like that but it's it's great to have have her along for the ride and stuff like yeah. that and like listen like hey i picked up this dvd and i'm like guess how much this is worth so it's uh it's fun uh definitely always got to keep a balance uh, I remember sometimes it'd be like yeah I gotta go for a thrift run and she's like really like
0: keep yeah, you' yeah.
1: doing this all the time and I'm like yeah so I always try and make sure that I have spent some time but with the office now and stuff like that everything's put in this office it's not leaking out of the closet yeah it's not all the way it's not a mess if it's a mess it's in that room so all she has to do is cl- close the door so she doesn't see it but, <laughs> uh with with the bigger space that we have here and stuff like that, she's a lot happier. And
0: Fair enough. Think. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Good to yeah. hear. Um, I do have one question I was kind of wondering about. You recently now like managed payments have been up for a while now, so a lot of people have already switched to it. But what some but again, I've seen some people haven't yet. So I think you switched to it pretty recently. Yeah, I started on Monday. Yeah, what's your thoughts? How do you like it?
1: Ah. Uh... I mixed about I changed my payments to weekly. It, it, the payments are coming out gonna be daily, uh, that were previously set for me. And I, I didn't really like the vibe. I miss I kind of miss PayPal with that, where if I do see how much money is banked right into that account, I can say pay me right now. Mm-hmm. I wish that option was there on eBay. Uh but with the slow week, I was like, man, I don't want to get five dollars sent to me from eBay in my RBC, like my bank account. Like that'd be silly. So I was just like, let's change it to weekly. And things i noticed is it takes about like three days for the funds to be like available in uh i guess your payment account for ebay and like what's the last sale i made uh a buyer paid for an item on may 14th and the payment's still processing and it's available on may 17th so that's three whole days i gotta wait until that payment comes through and hmm. with that i'm shipping the item off while the payment's still processing which is a little weird like yeah i want to get paid before i send off the item but i hope there's no issues where someone tries to cancel an order while the payment's processing and the order shipped i don't i don't know, think, I think i think you're a good
0: thing. i don't think that. i, I yeah. mean it could be but probably not um but yeah one pros and cons
1: one thing i really enjoy is though is you sell the item eBay takes the fees off right away and like I can sell a movie a movie for seven bucks I'm seeing okay look they took a dollar thirty one 31 off my sale so mm-hmm. I net six dollars and nineteen cents so it's great like that it's great to it really opens your eyes to see how much uh, money you're taking off and then you're like okay well I sold for seven bucks made six bucks I'm gonna ship it out for three dollars so really making three dollars off it was it really worth that worth worth it to sell that or buy it probably not but just a good learning experience to see see what the
0: uh, yeah and I think the new dashboard has been really good for that and the one thing I love about the managed payments like you said is it takes off all the fees and stuff but it's also made like once like you yourself may not care about it so much but once you get a bookkeeper and someone to do your accounting they're gonna really care about it because if you're doing daily, like they have to go through every single transaction and figure out the taxes. Yeah. And if it's a weekly thing, then there's, this, there's there's that many less transactions to go through. So I kind of like the weekly because I do a lot of that stuff myself. And it just makes it so much easier for me to calculate. like And, and to show you this now, shows you the tax and all that stuff. But what I'm so confused on is I use a program called Joe Lister. It takes my Amazon lessons, puts it on eBay when those items sell taxes are paid it's all good so whatever policy they've got is working well but when i create my own listing and that item sells it's not charging tax and i like i've i've spoken to customer service i've gone through all the settings and like i just can't figure it out so i'm gonna have to dive into it again one of these days but i don't know what i don't know what the deal with that is I know you haven't done a lot of tax stuff yet, but.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's weird. That's like a glitch in the system with eBay. And if you look at the videos, I've seen a lot of issues where you have to like bring it up and fight with eBay about it for them to even notice it.
0: And, well, they don't, like, it seems like, oh, I was speaking to customer service. They had no idea what I was talking, like they, they had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. But the fact that, my other software lists it and it works tells me that it's something to do with, I would think a business policy, I would think. Yeah. So I got to get in there. My hand's dirty
1: and try to figure that out. It's the same thing with like integrating cross border shippers, like chit chats. You can't put chit chats or anything in, in, uh, the shipping options. It no. has to be either can a post. USPS or FedEx. We don't even get USPS as an option. Um, I put my stuff under like Canopus Expedited, but they don't even. Like I mentioned that to them too, and they're like, "We don't support that stuff." I'm like, "Well, you guys have a." There's obviously you guys let the system chit chats upload all the information from eBay, and then they send the information back to eBay. So it's really weird how they integrate with sites, but also they don't
0: support it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, when I do um chit chats, I just think of it as USPS because that's kind of what they use. So I yeah. I I've just been putting that in. Um but I've been actually pretty much I've been enjoying the um default, like the Canada Post, the new shipping labels they've done.
1: I still haven't looked at that stuff. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just loyal to chit chats and doing it doing it off my on my own, but I, I gotta start looking into that when I start shipping well, bulkier stuff.
0: The, it comes down to where all oh, so. If I do Canada Post, my last thing like it was twenty dollars to ship the book. Chit chats yeah. was like seventeen, so Chit chats was cheaper. But for mm-hmm. me, where I'm located, I'm I'm a little bit outside of the city. I have a Canada Post office right in my town. Yeah, so it's gonna save me twenty minutes of driving, like the time more importantly, but then also the gas, which probably isn't that much. But for the sake of three or four dollars, ah, like you compound that over multiple items it's probably going to be way cheaper, but where my sales are so irregular and it makes sense for me just to do the Canada post.
1: And with that, like if you see this U S sales go up and stuff like that, or well, if I ship to the U
0: S it's definitely chit chats. No question about it.
1: Okay. So let's say maybe if you want to start saving money like that, just increasing your handling time.
0: Totally. Yeah. It's really,
1: really you can do that. Cause you can say you're shipping, like your handling time, seven days, but really, you can ship out the next day, and it's yeah, yeah. No, no one really notices the handling time.
0: Oh I yeah, man, it feels like a seven days handling time. Could you imagine actually taking all that?
1: Yeah, some people do that. Like, uh, I know sounds like seller, Chinese sellers. Yeah, that or people in Nunavut. I knew a guy who sold in Nunavut, and he's like, man, it's probably not getting off Nunavut of until the end of the week, so. Probably doing one flight out weekly. So he's just like, I, I put seven day handling time, put an economy shipping instead of letter mail shipping. So then it gives me, let's yeah, say, yeah. 28 days for the item to arrive. So well, that's fair. But
0: yeah. yeah, no, man, I just, I just, it's just keep on, keep on keeping on. Hopefully, I mean, there's probably some people listening that they've had the best week ever in the reggae base So it's like so hard yeah. to know. But I know for you, for me, it's been slower than normal. For you, it been a little slower than normal.
1: Yeah, it's Bye. the first time in a long time. So, Bye. just got to deal with the blows and just uh, find something better to do. Like, man, I've been cleaning games. I've been going through hockey cards. So I gotta, I gotta put an order in for top loaders and stuff like that for hockey cards because I got some good upper deck hockey cards that I want to list.
0: Oh, see, that's my see. I, I'm, I'm big in that world. That's, that's my playground. So. I think of more as a, more of a hobby though. So I buy them when I get, when I have some extra money I want to spend, but I've got a few, I collect the, um, and I collect them more importantly, I collect them. So upper deck, all about that, obviously in hockey, um, young guns, I've got, that's so many, I have so many. And I've, so I learned a little thing like last year I had, um, Nick Suzuki, I have rookie card last year. It was worth, peanuts like a bunch of these guys worth nothing but it's like once they so the rookie year happens the card has its value but it seems like to me that in that sophomore year so the next year when they come back and they make the roster people are very optimistic on that player and like it's some players are going to go on and do amazing things and you should not sell that card but that's just a gamble to take but like i sold nick suzuki who is a fine player? But I sold that card for like 120 bucks.
1: Yeah, I got a Darnell Nurse upper deck rookie uh, that I just got from a big, uh, tub at Valley Village, and yeah. I want to get it all pretty and put the top loader and the sleeve on. And ship yeah, it what's the that proper way? For?
0: My guess is like 30,
1: hundred really? bucks. Really?
0: See, rookies normally don't have them as much value. So I'm really well. He had an incredible year, though.
1: Yeah, I think he's doing really good this year, right? I, I yeah. don't watch hockey.
0: No, he's having a really. That's good probably year.
1: why it's driving up. So that's why I want to sell it before the end of the hockey season. Well, yeah, in
0: playoffs, and Edmonton's are Edmonton's in the playoffs. Heaven yeah. forbid he has a good playoff run and they win the cup. I mean, that would just be crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy with that. But I was no. uh, I was talking to buddies, and they what they've been doing lately is they've been buying rookie cards like crazy, especially during football season, like the Justin Herbert rookie cards and stuff like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Once Wait you get to the end yeah. of the season
1: and then they flip it on eBay. So they're buying off eBay and they're flipping on eBay, which is totally. Yeah. Cool like, concept, but gambling.
0: Yeah. Once you get into the other sport, like hockey, it's booming, but it's at a rate that's like you can wrap your head around it. Like the numbers aren't astronaut- like basketball, football, like anything like big in the US. It's just crazy, crazy. Yeah. The numbers that people are getting for the cards, but I guess we're bored. I- so here's another thing to keep in mind too. ESPN got rights to the NHL, um, so they're going to start broadcasting their games. Which means there's going to be a ton of new fans coming in from the states. Which means also cards, cards. So collecting those, like, I, there's a a lot to come in the terms of hockey cards. I'd say.
1: Yeah, I just kind of regret selling my college teacher all the hockey cards I had from thrifting when I was in college. I just. Only so regarded if in. they
0: were because the thing that catch that catches people a lot of times with like cards is they find old cards and like oh these are so valuable and then like they're really not. It's collectors as you know are very particular and it's like they want Upper Deck, Young Guns, two thousand and one. Like it's very specific unless it's a Wayne Gretzky like that crazy rookie card. But like when it comes to cards, at least hockey, I'm probably all the other sports too. It's like it's very specific what. It's worth
1: money. Like even in football, 90s football cards, they're worth nothing. Probably with 90s hockey cards, too. There's just so many printed that. There's Yeah, there's really just so many that are worth
0: nothing. So it, well, it, you got to have the right stuff.
1: And you're looking at the current years, like this tin that I got, it was 2014, 2015.
0: Hmm. So it was still fairly new, but. Oh, you got, a, uh, you got a tin. Yeah, it was a tin. It a was Valley a,
1: village. Yeah, it was a tin full, like untouched. What? Uh,
0: yeah. Okay, that is incredible. That is a, how much you paid for it? Five bucks. 25th anniversary. Yeah, that was a good one. Which store was that? In, in Halifax? Uh, Dartmouth. Really? I drove by that motherfucker so many
1: times. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting stuff selling lately, though, for me. Like, I sold uh Nightmare Before Christmas 3D set. Uh. <laughs> Oh, it is 3D kind of Blu-ray, crazy. fifty-three dollars. Wow! And the great thing about it is, it's going to Bridgewater, so I'm not even gonna ship it with tracking. No, it's straight down the road, and oh. I have no worries about shipping to Bridgewater because it's gonna arrive the next day. Uh but yeah, there's was an interesting sale.
0: Yes, yeah, this time of year too, and yeah. relatively local.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, even some weird things like. Sales wise, today I sold two video games back to back to Chatham, Ontario, Hmm. like probably within 15 minutes span of each other, but different people to different people. I'm like, man, like maybe someone's searching on Kijiji or something like that, and just they see the ad pop up or something, and some metrics show up, and yeah, just hit that area. It was really weird, but
0: anyway. We're getting to that time. I appreciate it. It's eBay sessions. Number two. Dunzo. Appreciate you coming on and we'll chat soon. No problem.